to APCAST 365, the Bible in one year. My name is Anita, and I am very happy you decided to join me in today's reading. Day 42. From the New International Version, I will be reading Exodus 32, Exodus 33, Matthew 24, verses 29 through 51. Psalm 34, verses 1 through 7. Exodus 32, the golden calf. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come make us gods who would go before us. As for their fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Aaron answered them, take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they handed him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said, these are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced, tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day, the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Afterward, they sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in reverence. Then the Lord said to Moses, go down because your people whom you brought up out of Egypt have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them. I have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a calf. They have bowed down to it and sacrificed to it and have said, these are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. But Moses sought the favor of the Lord, his God. Lord, he said, why should your anger burn up against your people whom you brought up out of Egypt with great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to wipe them off the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce anger, relent, and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servants Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, to whom you swore by your own self. I will make your descendants a numerous as numerous as the stars in the sky. And I will give your descendants all this land I promised them, and it will be their inheritance forever. Then the Lord relented and did not bring on his people the disaster he had threatened. Moses turned and went down the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hands. There were inscribed on both sides, front and back. The tablets were the work of God. The writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting, he said to Moses, there is the sound of war in the camp. Moses replied, 
It is not the sound of victory. It is not the sound of defeat. It is the sound of the singing that I hear. When Moses approached the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, his anger burned, and he threw the tablets out of his hands, breaking them to pieces at the foot of the mountain. Then he took the calf the people had made and burned it in the fire. Then he ground it into powder, scattered it on the water, and made the Israelites drink it. And he said to Aaron, what did these people do to you that you led them into such great sin? Do not be angry, my Lord, Aaron answered. You know how prone these people are to evil. They said to me, make us gods who would go before us. As for his fellow Moses, who brought us up out of Egypt. We don't know what has happened to him. So I told him, whoever has any gold jewelry, take it off. Then they gave me the gold. And I threw it into the fire, and out came this cow. Moses saw that the people were running wild and that Aaron had let them get out of control and so become a laughingstock to the enemies. So he stood at the entrance to the camp and said, Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the Levites rallied to him. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Each man strap a sword to his side. Go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, each killing his brother and friend and neighbor. The Levites did as Moses commanded. And that day, about 3,000 of people died. Then Moses said, you have, set, you have been set apart to the Lord today. For you were against your own sons and brothers, and he has blessed you with this day. The Lord, the next day, Moses said to the people, you have committed a great sin, but now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold. But now please forgive their sin. But if not, then block me out of the book you have written. The Lord replied to Moses, whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angel will go before you. However, when the time comes for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. And the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf Aaron had made. Exodus 33. Then the Lord said to Moses, Leave this place, you and the people you brought up out of Egypt and go up to the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I will send an angel before you and drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, Perizzites, Hevites, and Jebusites. Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey. But I will not go with you because you are stiff-necked people and I might destroy you on the way. When the people heard these distressing words, they began to mourn, and no one put on any ornaments. For the Lord said to Moses, tell the Israelites, you are stiff-necked people. If I were to go with you even for a moment, I might destroy you. Then take off your ornaments, and I will decide what to do with you. So the Israelites stripped off their ornaments at Mount Horeb, the tent of meeting. Now, Moses used to take the tent and pitch it 
outside the camp some distance away, calling it the tent of meeting. Anyone inquiring to the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. And whenever Moses went out of the tent, all the people rose and stood at the entrances of their tents, watching Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses went into the tent, a pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance, while the Lord spoke with Moses. Whenever people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, they all stood and worshipped, each at the entrance of their tent. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Then Moses would return to the camp. But his young age, Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. Moses and the glory of the Lord. Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me, leave these people. Could you have not let me know whom you would send with me? You have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your way so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else would distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. Then Moses said, now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. Then the Lord said, there is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. Matthew 24 verses 29 through 51. Immediately after the stress of those days, the sun would be darkened and the moon would not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. Then will appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then all the peoples of the earth will mourn when they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds and from one end of the heavens to the other. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as this twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see all these things, you know that it is near right at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words would never pass away. The day of honor unknown. The day in honor unknown. 
the day and hour unknown. <laughs> Sorry. But about that day or hour, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it would be the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark. And then and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it would be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men would be in the field, one would be taken and the other left. Two women would be grinding with the handmill, one would be taken and the other left. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know on what day your Lord would come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at the time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch. It would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man would come at an hour when you do not expect him. Who then is the faithful and wise servant, whom the master has put in charge of the service in his household to give them their food at the proper time? It would be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose that servant is wicked and says to himself, my master is staying away a long time, and he then begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with drunkards. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at that hour he is not aware of. He would cut him into pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites, where there would be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Psalm 34, verses 1 through 7 of David. When he pretended to be insane before Abimelech, who drove him away, and he left. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord, that the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look at him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. That is the end of today's reading. Thank you for listening, and please do not forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends. Have a blessed day.